Hi, and welcome. You are listening to the Happiness Packs podcast, and I'm your host, Nancy Jane Smith. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and in this podcast, I share my stories, lessons, and hacks I've learned and I continue learning on my quest to live happier. The show notes and the complete transcript can be found at live-happier.com backslash podcast. And this is episode 70, two tips to increase your productivity without your monger. Hey everyone, I'm so excited to be here. You know, I finally decided today (laughs) that I'm going to own that I don't do this podcast once a week. And every time I finish this, I say, and I'll see you next week. And then it's like two weeks later. So I'm going to own that this podcast only comes out eh, two or three times a month. And um, I know I should be, I have a lot of mongers around the fact that I need to be uh, really diligent about having this come out every day. Like every Monday I need to release a podcast or every Wednesday I need to release a podcast. And that is just not how I roll right now in my life or how I roll in general, but it may change. Things can change. And so right now it's just whenever I get inspired to do a podcast, I do a podcast and I try to do one at least every other week. I really have the want to do it every week, but it doesn't always happen. So instead of beating myself up for the fact that I'm not getting a podcast out every week and I'm not being diligent on the day of the week that I send it out, I'm just going to own it to all of you, my podcast listeners, that these podcasts are sporadic <laughs> and they come when I'm inspired and that's just how it's going to be. And it's so I can hopefully let go of the bonger that's chatting at me and and my biggest fan can step in a little bit more and be like, it's okay, you're, you're doing a podcast, that's all that matters. So um, we all know how it is to not be consistent and that life kind of gets in our way. But today, I really, what I really want to talk about are two tips I have to increase productivity. And these tips come from, I was having a conversation with a client. And one thing, I need to back up a little bit before I get into the conversation with the client. One thing I've noticed with, um, with my journey into this you know, personal development stuff and, and helping clients is when I first started out, I had all these, for myself and my clients, all these different kind of, for lack of a better phrase, rules of how to live. So you needed to be speaking your needs, you needed to be showing up for your life, you needed to be um, setting boundaries, and, and there were all these different lessons, quote unquote, that I would teach people and talk about in practice. And then over time, I kind of realized that all those lessons are great and all that stuff is necessary and it's, it's necessary for personal development. But all of that stuff goes, is completely useless if you don't accept yourself where you are. If you don't have the belief that, you know, I'm doing the best I can with what I have. And if you don't have that belief, then it doesn't matter how much you speak your needs or it doesn't matter how much, how many boundaries you set. And in actuality, setting those boundaries and speaking those needs is even more challenging when you don't accept yourself where you are. So I figured out for me, everything starts with accepting myself where I am. And once I started doing that, things kind of shifted in my life and it became less about following the rules, quote unquote, and more just about living my life to the best of my ability. And sometimes that means I have really crappy days. And sometimes that means I have really awesome days. But I'm not so much questing all the time. I'm just kind of living my life. So back to the conversation I was having with this client, and we were talking about when did I 
kind of come to that realization, you know, was there a moment in time where I was like, yes, you know, this is the key. And, you know, it never, never goes down like that. <laughs> oh, how I wish there would just be a inspiration that would hit us. But I did share with the client, and I'm going to share it with you, that in my life, I found two things that started shifting that really made a big difference in my productivity and my general, like, just giving myself a break and not having my monger speak quite so loudly. And the first tip on that is to just do the next thing. And that sounds really simple, but it is very challenging. When you have a big project or your um, or anything you're doing, even if it's just like baking a cake or something as simple as baking a cake, something as large as, you know, recently I've been, I've been writing a book. And so the idea of our monger tends to get us hopped up into 10 steps down the road. And so we get all like, oh my God, I can't do this. It's going to be too hard. You know, 10 steps. How am I going to do the icing? How's that going to work? I I don't know. How am I going to carry it to the party? Like we get all hopped up in all these different steps way down the road. And my biggest fan will step in and say, what's the next step? Let's just do the next thing. And that even if it's just put the eggs into the batter, really helps me realize, okay, it's just the next step that will get me to where I want to go if I just keep doing one step after the other. So it's a form of talking about the baby steps because it's having your brain come up with what's the next best step. So it's a little bit of a different take on the baby steps thing because it's just what's the next step here? What do I do next? You know, and this came up this week for me, um, and my husband lovingly pointed that what's your next step out to me. I have the last round of edits, yay, on the book, and um, I'm getting ready to do a big marketing push, and I'm very excited about that and nervous. Marketing is not something my strong suit and kind of tooting my own horn is hard for me, but I'm like laying out a really specific marketing plan, and so my monger is all fired up about that. (laughs) And this week I had planned to, to wrap up the edits and then next week I was going to kind of start on this marketing plan. And so, but of course my monger was 10 steps ahead, already working on the, mo- already working on the marketing plan and beating myself up because I hadn't got to the marketing plan and I shouldn't be wasting my time doing these edits. I should be able to do both and blah, 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 you know how it goes. And so finally um, I was downstairs kind of lamenting the marketing plan to my husband and he said to me, what's your next step? I thought we were doing edits this week. And it was so like, yeah, that is what I'm doing this week. This week, I'm doing edits. That's my next step. And then I can get into the marketing plan and I could take that one step at a time rather than constantly being like, oh my God, here's the big picture to kind of break it down into little baby steps can be helpful as well. So you need to see the big picture, but then also be able to break it down into little baby steps. So that's my tip one, just to ask yourself, what's the next step here? And then tip two is one that was really hard for me to implement, and that is celebrate the wins. And, you know, for those of us who are perfectionists and control freaks and type A's and all that stuff, which I'm one of them, um, it's really hard to celebrate, celebrate the wins. And I'm talking the little wins. Like I'm talking, you know, you put the cake in the oven win, or you did what you said you were going to do with, like I did what I said what I was going to do with the edits, like, like baby wins. And the more you can celebrate those wins, I think the more the biggest fan comes into, comes into your life. Because the biggest fan is all about celebrating those wins and all about, you know, really, really owning the victories. And so the more we can celebrate and own, I did something cool today. And the, the 
the happier we're going to be and the more productive we're going to be because the more likely we're going to want to keep doing it. So every day at the end of the day, um, I try to celebrate the win. So literally, I will be like, okay, what, it, what, what went well today? And not just in a be grateful way, but in a what did I do today that was challenging for me? You know, did I make a phone call that was hard? Did I send an email that felt uncomfortable? Did I, you know, when I was working with a client, was I like, really on it today? Or did I struggle and, and bring it back around? You know, it doesn't have to be a huge victory. And that's where our mongers step in to tell us, oh, we have to be, has to be worthy of celebrating. Well, getting out of bed every day and making coffee can be worthy of celebrating, you know, if you're having a really bad day. So to really be honest with yourself, to be like, I am up and moving and I have my coffee and the kids are out the door and, you know, the day's starting, I'm going to celebrate. And by celebrate, I mean, you know, do a little dance or um, wiggle, do something physical in your body that's, that's really acknowledging the celebration, not just write it down and be like, oh, check that off the list, but celebrate it, full body celebration. And that's why I really like the weekly ritual challenges because they give us a way to celebrate that. Some of them with the wiggling and the dancing and the, you know, this week's, it's going to be some jazz hands. I'll talk about that in a little bit. You know, a fun way of, of getting in your body and celebrating. So not just a mental celebration, but a full on physical celebration of the little things, the little victories in your life. So those two things have greatly increased my productivity. One is just asking myself, what's the next logical step? And just doing that. And two is, um, is celebrating every little tiny thing. Even when I go to the grocery store, which we all know I hate doing, <laughs> when I'm done, I do a little celebration because that was something I didn't want to do when I did it. And that is, I need to honor the celebration of that. So really, and I will also say about back to the, um, the idea of the what's the next logical thing, is to really remember, you may have to repeat that phrase multiple times in a day. So, because your monger, as you're practicing this stuff, will constantly jump you ahead to the next thing. So to be constantly pulling yourself back, and your biggest fan will constantly pull you back to what's the next thing here? What's the next thing here? And so when I first started doing that, it was, you know, 20 times in an hour if I was working on something really challenging. And now it's gotten a lot less. So that's my encouragement to you to practice those two things, mini celebrations, and what's the next logical thing. Okay, now it's time for the favorite part of the show, the weekly ritual challenge. And I have found that really getting in your body, and this is going to be helpful with the celebration piece, is very important to living happier and bringing in that biggest fan. So this week's weekly ritual challenge is jazz hands. I really like the weekly rituals that are a little goofy because I think that that really gets you out of your head. You know, I tend to be so serious and so um, responsible and in control. And when I can do something that's a little goofy, um, it really gets me out of my head. And so jazz hands is the one I thought of for this week. And you can do them up high, the traditional jazz hands up by your head, or you can just do them down low by by your legs if you're in a meeting or something and you don't want everyone to see and you just have this secret like I'm doing the jazz hands people uh, a secret way of celebrating or getting into your body so that's this weekly ritual challenge can go both ways it can be a big statement with the jazz hands up high and really doing a little jazz hands move or you can simply be walking around the grocery store doing some jazz hands but with your hands down by your legs 
Okay, that's the show. Thanks for listening. The Happiness Hacks podcast comes out a couple times a month. It's inconsistent. See, I'm owning it. And if you have any questions, please email me, nancyjane at live-happier.com. I absolutely love hearing from you. If you want to review my podcast and you enjoy this podcast, please go to iTunes and, uh, and put a good review there or wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast. And you can also follow me on Instagram at nancyjane underscore livehappier. And until next time, here's to living happier. Mm-hmm.